Hey everybody, this is Donnie. I want to take a minute and spell out explicitly that this podcast, my podcast, stands for artistic freedom, and this includes freedom of speech, above all things. I often touch base on how the actions of the PMRC, religious extremists, and hate groups such as Antifa try to silence our voices. We've had shows and we will have upcoming shows, including Jane's Addiction and Frank Zappa, where these groups have tried to shut the artist up. They've tried to keep us from enjoying music. Free speech is not just central to the development of knowledge in the history of humanity, it is central to the development of knowledge in any intelligent species. Totalitarian regimes, Stalin, Hitler, Mao, they all came into existence from suppression of what we've taken for granted. Fascist and communist regimes came to power through violent intimidation. In every case, groups of fanatics used violence to silence or intimidate their critics and their adversaries. And once in power, totalitarians criminalize any criticism of the regime. So things that offend you today, things that you might want to have censored today, may come back and bite you in the ass when the pendulum swings the other way. Free speech is not a political thing. Free speech is a human thing. Free speech is a moral thing. It doesn't matter if you're right wing or left wing. If you can't speak, if you can't express yourself artistically, if you can't write a song or draw a picture without having to fear intimidation, you are not free. We're losing the thread of the concepts that are important to this country. If you care about the real American shit, or you don't, and if you do, it goes for every side. Everybody gets to speak. That's what free speech means. Welcome to another episode of the Untitled Podcast. Let's discuss Negative Land. What you are about to hear is deeply disturbing. Here's the first top 40 hit for the Irish band from Dublin who call themselves U2. That's the letter U and the numeral 2. The... That's the letter U and the numeral two. That's the letter U and the numeral. That's the letter two and the numeral U. Is that the way I say that? I don't know how to say it. The four-man band features Adam Clayton on bass, Dave Evans, nicknamed The Edge, on... This is bullshit. Nobody cares. These guys are from England, and who gives a shit? What's up, peeps? Today, I have a little story for you. It's a cautionary tale about the band Negative Land. Negative Land were an American experimental music band which originated in the San Francisco area in the late 70s. They took their name from a new track. New was a German krautrock band. I think Clay mentioned them on his show about Kraftwerk. Negative Land has released a number of albums ranging from pure sound collage to musical explorations. In the late 1980s and early 90s, they produced recordings for SST Records, most notably Escape from Noise, Helter Stupid, and a little ditty called U2, which is what this episode focuses on. There's a lot out there. Someone has said, get a great ideal, a great purpose, marry it, and raise a family. What the hell's going on here? Bono. Yeah, I should be saying American Top 40 is heard. Are you too married to a great idea? It was, it was every week American Top 40 is Everything heard. Is, top is, is it to just screw up things? Marriage is not you two living for each other. Because I can't say this. You know, Let's see what we can find. Everything's such a mess. That's how we're almost finished. Is you two uniting to live as a team for this great purpose? Is Don on the phone? 
The group intentionally provoked the public, the police, their audience, and eventually the legal team that represented U2 and their record label. Silly, silly men. Reproduction or what? What did you say? Kind of production. There are all sorts of possibilities you could do. You know, a little spoof on something. This is also nothing new. Yeah, get the stuff together, no problem. Yeah, there's nothing to do. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> no, no. Oh. Oh, well. This is American Top 40. I have climbed the highest mountains. And guess what? I've run through the fields only to be with you. So Escape from Noise came out in 1987 and included a bumper sticker that read Car Bomb, and that was to gain publicity to uh, help fund an upcoming tour. They created press releases which said Negative Land were prevented from touring by federal authorities because of claims that Negative Land's song, Christianity is Stupid, had somehow inspired a 16-year-old mass murderer named David Braun to kill his family.
shop as usual and avoid panic buying. This was all untrue, and they generated a buzz that the press latched onto and shook like a rag in a dog's mouth. And remember, sound was used for centuries as a method of torture. Place someone's head inside of a bell and ring it. And eventually, they'll go insane. And eventually, they'll go insane. They'll go insane. They'll go insane. Eventually, articles written, talk shows debating, DJs opined, but no one did anything called fact-checking. If they had, they would have realized they were hoodwinked, tricked, bamboozled, and made to look foolish. Supposing you're watching the Playboy channel, and it's just about time for them to have an orgasm, when all of a sudden, wham! The horrible noise comes in and completely destroys your orgasm on the Playboy channel. There it goes again. That awful interference wrecking your orgasm on the Playboy channel. You've called the cable TV company six times. time the technician comes out, he can't fix the problem. He is fired. Wham! That sound is more important than you are. That sound is more important than your entire life. And it will stop you from having an orgasm on the Playboy channel. Their next album was Helter Stupid, and that was inspired by all the insanity that they had unleashed and lost control of, but this was only a harbinger of things to come. This is KPIX Eyewitness News Nightcast. Good evening. Topping Nightcast, a possible link between murder and music. Music performed by a rock group right here in the Bay Area. Four members of a Midwestern family were murdered. The 16-year-old son is the prime suspect. Members of the experimental rock group Negative Land have been drawn into the case. And prosecutors won't even tell them for certain that their music, how their music might be involved. Hal Eisner has our report. Continue this. 
Negative Land considers its music thought-provoking, even humorous. But the members of this East Bay musical group aren't a bit amused that one of their songs may be linked to a multiple murder case. The case involves 16-year-old David Brom, an A student from a very religious family. He's accused of killing his brother, sister, and parents with an axe. Attorneys say David and his parents frequently argued about religion and music, even on the night of the murders, when a Negative Land album may have sparked the last family dispute. And in particular, the song Christianity is Stupid may also have been involved. Christianity is stupid. It's hard to listen to the cut and not laugh. If you have any sense of humor at all or, or whatever, it's, it's, it's hard not to see the humor in it and that it would result in anything as serious as this, I think is ridiculous. They say federal authorities asked them to cancel a long-planned 17-city tour and eliminate live performances until the conclusion of the investigation. Negative Land's music is highly critical of the mass media, nuclear war, and handguns. The group thinks their music is humorous, but they don't find it a bit funny that one of their songs poking fun at religion may have sparked a dispute among the Brahms, triggering the murders. Christianity is stupid. Meanwhile, the members of Negative Land are hoping for a speedy conclusion to the Brom case in Minnesota and eventually a return to their live performances and a career that after nine years had finally taken some positive turns. But a quick end to the bizarre murder case may be in doubt. Hal Eisner, Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Nightcast. Kate? The trailside killer, David Carpenter, has now been convicted of seven murders. The band liked to make statements, and after Helter Stupid, the group decided to tackle crass commercialization and manufacturing of art by corporate entities. That's the way I say that. I don't know how to say it. You too. I still haven't found well, what I'm looking for. There it is. We're counting down the 40 biggest hits in the 50 states. Hey, sewer mouth, we're gonna get you. This is American Top 40. This is American Top 40. God, I hate that. We come out of that, and then I gotta say the goddamn American. I hear the American Top 40 jingle, and I say this is American Top 40. And, uh, the winner is. Let the goddamn jingle ID this show. I ID the show whenever there isn't a jingle, don't I? The winner is. Don't I do it between every goddamn record that we play? They plotted an EP called U2, and the cover had Negative Land in small type with U2 in giant type superimposed on a picture of a Lockheed U2 spy plane. My experience was one of being aware that U2 had a new album coming out, and it was supposed to be called Octoon Baby. So when I walked to Plan 9 Music in Richmond and saw the windows plastered with the album art for Negative Land's album U2, I thought, what's going on? This was a rare event where they nearly covered the entire display window, and that usually only happened when something big was released. So I walked in the store and I see Jimmy Blackford beaming from ear to ear because I had such a confused look on my face. I thought the new album was called Catchu or Achoo or something. He said, that's not the new U2 album. That's the new Negative Land album that happens to be called U2. You better buy one before the whole thing's get shut down. And I didn't. I guess I figured acts like Negative Land flew so far under the radar that no one would care. It's ended up turning into a single. Side one was a cover version of the U2 song, I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For. We had a sort of dramatic reading of the lyrics uh, by a member of the group uh, who 
kind of butchered Bono's lyrics and altered them. Now, when you do a cover version of a song, you don't have to get permission, but if you alter the lyrics, you've got to get permission. So we did that. We used a very 30-second chunk of the U2 song as the uh, beginning intro. Um, of course, didn't clear that. There's uh, bad words in this, and that was, uh, they didn't like that either. But the, the final thing that really brought it to the attention of Island Records that really made them decide to nail our asses was that we, we ended up uh, making the, the record look like this. <laughs> and um, we thought, this, is, this would be funny. Uh, it's, it's confusing. It looks like a, a new album from U2 that's called Negative Land. And, and we liked the idea that you put this in a record store and people are confused. We like the idea of creating this, this at the moment of consumption. You're, you're, you're not quite sure what's going on here. And Negative Land's always been interested in, in creating that, that, that kind of moment of, what, the, what, what, what is this? Or they can't do that. Because it turned out that places like Tower Records was putting up entire window displays of this record when it came out, um, <laughs> thinking it was the new U2 album. Uh, um. So this thing came out, and within 10 days, we uh, were hit with a 200-page lawsuit. Uh, we were also on a record label at the time called SST Records, so both Negative Land and SST were sued big time. They sued us for, of course, copyright infringement, trademark infringement, fraud, you know, deceiving YouTube fans into buying our record as a money-making, that it was a big money-making scheme, uh, for defamation of character, for associating this foul language with the clean-cut image of the band U2, for failure to... <laughs> obtain, you know, proper licenses when you're doing a cover, I don't know the right language, but we didn't, you know, get permission to alter the lyrics and do that. So they did what good lawyers do, you just throw everything you can at somebody to, uh, to nail them. It was an interesting time, and sampling and upcoming alternative bands were subverting the mainstream all the time. But I was wrong, and the lawyers descended like flies, suing the band, record label, passers-by, and it was all over misleading artwork and the use of unauthorized sampling. They liberally sampled, I still haven't found what I'm looking for, and they took the piss out of the song along the way. They were just like begging for trouble. This is also nothing new. Yeah, get the stuff together, no problem. Yeah, Come on, let's do it. <laughs> no, no. Oh. Oh, well. This is American Top 40. I have climbed the highest mountains. And guess what? I've run through the fields. Only to be with you. Yep, with you. No one else, just you. Here's the first top 40 hit. And guess what? For the Irish band from Dublin who call themselves U2. I have run, I have crawled, I have scaled these city walls. Yeah, that's really great. I can't believe I did it, but nevertheless, I have done that for you. That's the letter U and the numeral two. Only to be with you I've done all these things. The yeah, with you, the fat one, that's it. The You're the fat one, and I want to be with you. The EP also included the following samples that I'm going to play you. This is legendary DJ Casey Kasem having a meltdown in the studio while recording the radio show American Top 40. And he's talking smack about you too. This is CBS. This is PBS. This is ABC. This is the National Broadcasting Company. Dear Casey, 
This may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. We knew there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's go start again. It's a goddamn damn time. I want somebody who uses brain to not come out of a damn record that is uh, that that's up tempo. And I got to talk about a dog dying. hits in the 50 states. Here's the first top 40 hit for the Irish band from Dublin who call themselves U2. That's the letter U and the numeral 2. The That's the letter U and the numeral 2. That's the letter U and the numeral That's the letter 2 and the numeral U. Is that the way I say that? I don't know how to say it. The four-man band features Adam Clayton on bass, Dave Evans, nicknamed The Edge, on... This is bullshit. Nobody cares. These guys are from England, and who gives a shit? U2's record label, Island Records, quickly went into lawsuit mode, stating the word U2 on the cover violated their trademark, as did the song itself. Island Records also contended that the single was an attempt to deliberately confuse U2 fans, awaiting the Im- impending release of Octune Baby, so that maybe they would purchase it instead by accident. I don't think that's unreasonable due to my own experience. It gets kind of funny here because in June of 92, this magazine, unbeknownst to The Edge, decided to have Negative Land conduct a recorded interview with him, and they peppered The Edge with questions regarding his ideas about the use of sampling in their new tour and the legality of using copywritten material without permission, and midway through the interview, they exposed themselves. Edge was all embarrassed, and he reported that you two were bothered by the sledgehammer approach that Island Records took. One thing that I've been just curious about there's been uh, lately, at least in the, the, some of the music uh, press I've been reading, there's just more and more controversy over copyright issues yeah. and sampling. And, and I thought one thing that you were doing in the Zoo TV tours that you were taking uh, the television broadcasts are copyrighted material that you're just rebroadcasting right there in a in a venue where people paid a ticket price. Yeah. And I wondered what you thought about what you what you thought about that and whether you had any problem whether it ever came up that that was you know illegal or no. You know, I don't have a problem with, with sampling. We're using the visual images in a completely different context. And, you know, if, if, if it's a live piece of live broadcast, it's like a few seconds at the most. Um, um, so you would say, like, a, a fragmentary approach is, is uh, the way to yeah, go? Yeah, yeah. You know, like in music terms, I mean, you know, we, we sample things. People sample us all the time, you know. You know, I, I hear the odd U2 drum loop in, in, in a dance record or whatever. You know, I don't have any problem with that. And well, this is interesting because we've been, uh, we've been involved in a situation similar along these lines. In fact, maybe it's time for, for me to interject here. That this is uh, our you again. And... Um, the, the folks that uh, you've been talking to, uh, Don and Mark, aside from being occasional contributors to Mondo 2000, are, uh, usually work for the are uh, members of a band called uh, Negative Land. Ah. And uh, I figured uh, we could, I know they've been sued by your record label, but they haven't been sued by you, so I thought yeah. that uh, we could engage yeah, we were, in a, we were in a conversation. You sound like a, a really great guy, and I don't want you to feel like we're, we were out to... Uh, to surprise you or sabotage you, but just to engage in. But anyway, we were sued by Island for a very fragmentary uh, sample of, of one of your records. And, yeah. Uh, and gee, we were terribly offended by that. 
sorry, I didn't catch the, the last bit. We figured out on paper that with the amount of records we can sell and the distribution we'll get, that we could pay people back with a 10% interest in about nine months. Right. So I'm asking you if you'd be interested in lending us some money. <laughs> Great. That's the first time I've ever been asked for money, Jim, because of an interview. <laughs> Island Records had reported to Negative Land that U2 never authorized samples of their material. The Edge said, that's complete bullocks. After this interview, Negative Land sent a detailed proposal to U2 and The Edge about borrowing money from them. There was no reply. In 1995, the band released a book with an accompanying CD called Fair Use, the story of the letter U and the numeral 2, and that was about the whole incident. Negative Land are interested in intellectual property rights, and they argue that their use of U2 and other materials falls under the Fair Use Clause. And while I always admire Davies taking on Goliath, it's pretty hard to justify their actions. They claimed that they were culturally jamming traditional media, but it's infantile to think that you could get away with that, no matter how funny it is. And the collateral damage was that SST Records was destroyed. SST was a fine label, and I hope to do a show on them, but the financial devastation on them and everyone around them was born of thoughtlessness and arrogance, and all parties should have known better. As always, the lawyers were the only winners, and you too even took a major hit to their credibility and looked like bullies. After U2, the EP was withdrawn, deleted, destroyed, burned. It was replaced with another EP called Guns. But SST and Negative Land eventually severed ties. SST went bankrupt and has since survived in name only to keep the catalogs of its more profitable bands in print. Wilderness. 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 He said. The wilderness. Out of the wilderness. Out of the wilderness. Out of the wilderness. Out 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 of the wilderness. Hard this nation. 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 Out hard this nation. Out hard this nation. Out hard this nation. Out nation. Out Bible. He said. The Bible. The Bible. Hard. He said. And the Bible. This Bible. Hard this out machine. He said. The machine. And the Bible. Sub 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 machine. Sub machine gun. The Bible. And the sub machine gun. Hard this nation. Brass knuckles. The submachine gun and the Bible, knives, brass knuckles, and the submachine gun, bayonets, knives, brass knuckles, 
and the submachine gun. Pistols, bayonets, knives, brass knuckles, and the submachine gun. Axe handles, pistols, bayonets, knives, brass knuckles, and the submachine gun. Shotguns, axe handles, pistols, bayonets, knives, brass knuckles, and the submachine gun. Carbines, shotguns, axe handles, pistols, bayonets, knives, brass knuckles, and the submachine gun. America, he said. America on a gun built was built was built was built on a gun. America was built. The gun was built 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 on a gun. gun, gun. It's good to see all of you there toting guns, he said. America was built on a gun. The gun and the Bible carved this nation out of the wilderness. Mayor Dukes, if you want our guns, come out and get them. Delmer Wilbur sat in a slag heap, drinking and shooting a pistol at the little pools of fire winking at them in the darkness. Blam, blam, blam. Your bullet can't see red. You are the eyes, the mind, and the will of every bullet you fire. Reason enough to take great care. And reason enough to remember again that liquor always comes later. After the guns are cleaned and racked. That's the time to relax with a drink. The only time. <laughs> this is the wild side life, ain't it, Wilgus? The guys in Negative Land went on to do a lot more work in a less confrontational way and have pretty much gone underground. Three of the members have since passed away. So what's the moral of the story? I don't know, man. I'm coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. <clears throat> See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn diff dedication. This has been produced by Donnie Shattuck. Put that in your fucking phone. You're at a concert, all right? Bryce. Hi, Mom. A lot of people in this country want to tell you what you can and can't talk about. Well, sometimes they'll tell you you can talk about something, but you can't joke about it. And I say, fuck you. I think it's hilarious. How do you like that?